Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm really, really happy to have you with us again today. Today we'll be answering Antoinette's audio question that she sent in regarding eliminating guilt over self-care. I'm so happy that Antoinette sent her question in as an audio, and I'm looking forward to getting, getting right to that. But before I do, I want to remind you all that you can send an audio question in. Go to the website, Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Dot com, and you'll see the little microphone on the right-hand side that says, leave us a voicemail. And you can click that. You can review it before you send it. You can change your mind and not send it, whatever. But please feel free to send your audio question in, and we would love to play it on the air. Leave us your first name, and we'll be sure to mention you. Other things that you can do over there while you're at the website is to read up a little bit more about anxiety. We have some information there for you on general anxiety information. We And if you want a deeper dive in personal care, you can check into our one-on-one coaching tab, or you can look at the group coaching information. And it, you can leave us a question. You can send in the one-on-one coaching page. There is a place to send us your question, your concern. Let us know what's going on and what you need some help with. We'll be happy to point you in the right direction. All right. Without further ado, let's get to Antoinette's question. Hi, Gina. My name is Antoinette, and I was curious, as a mom and as a wife and as a woman who works a demanding but very lovable, enjoyable job, Um, Is there some way that I can address the mental block or the guilt that I sometimes feel over trying to um, cherish myself and treat myself? You know, I know that it's important to practice those restorative types of activities that let you relax and regroup, um, especially when trying to combat something like anxiety, but I don't always do that freely. And if I do, I do have that twinge of guilt that I feel about it, that, you know, I need to be there for my kids. I need to be there for my husband. So I was wondering if you could answer whether or not um, there's some methods that I can use for sort of getting over that and just realizing and embracing the importance of taking care of myself as I work to clear anxiety. Great question, Antoinette, and I'm so glad that you sent that in because a lot of people do have concerns about this, about the feeling of giving too much time or attention to themselves and having it take away from family life or from uh, employment or the job. And I do want to point out, even here in the beginning of this, that this also applies to men. Um, we have traditionally thought of this as something that women struggle with, but the more people I see, I really have to be sure to include our brothers in here too, because this is definitely 
one of the issues that they face too. Maybe um, we can look at it from Antoinette's question. And I'm going to focus on Antoinette because she was really kind enough to send this in as an audio question. But I want everyone to know that this can go all the way for healing men and women. And we all need to get over this. So let's get into it. Antoinette mentioned that she's a mom, a wife, and she has an enjoyable job. I think that's very important that she used that word that um, I believe she said that it was uh, enjoyable. So that's important. So she has less stress there. Maybe she has time stress, but not uh, hating your job stress on top of time stress. So good job, Antoinette, for being in a position that you enjoy. And then there are all of the demands that come along with running a household, um, being a parent, and being um, a spouse, having a, a relationship that requires attention and care also. So this is our life as a, as a householder, as, as they would call it back in the day, that you're not uh, secluded, you're not a monk or a, a religious person off in a monastery. You're a householder. You're living life and still trying to keep your head above water with your mind, body, and spirit and heal from your anxiety. And a lot of what we need to do for healing our anxiety is kind of like it would be easier to do in a monastery, but we can't be there. So we have to adjust and find ways that we can remove what um, Antoinette mentioned as a mental block, remove these mental blocks and remove the guilt that is associated with caring for ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about what guilt is guilt comes about from feeling that we are judging that what we are doing is somehow wrong. So we feel guilty. We should not be doing what we're doing, right? That's what we feel. I should be doing something else. What I am doing in this moment is wrong. So we need to look at that a little bit. Now, uh, just to throw this in, for people who take it a little bit deeper, the feeling of shame may come up and shame would be more of not what I am doing is wrong, but I as a person am wrong. I am just wrong. Um, so that would be even deeper than the guilt. It would be taking it to a whole nother level. So we're going to talk about what we can do to eliminate these mental blocks and these guilt feelings over self-care especially as Antoinette is working toward clearing her anxiety because we need a little bit more care. Now, now let's talk a little bit about what self-care is and what it is not. And first I want to address what self-care is not. Self-care is not getting um, vacations alone or even manicures and pedicures um, you know, a while ago, I was working with a number of eating disordered clients in a group that many of them were very young, uh, just out on the on their own in the last few years. And they had this idea that self care took money 
They were all wrapped up and stressed out because they didn't have the money to go and do these very particular things, massages, like I said, manicures, pedicures, very luxurious kind of pampering things in my eyes, but they confused it with self-care. So I want to point out here and eliminate that confusion that um, pampering is is wonderful and delightful and we should all you know, be able to luxuriate in that sometime here or there, but that is not particularly self-care. I know a lot of people that do a lot of pampering that are still very worked up, very stressed out, and don't feel cared for by themselves. So let's let's see what that could be about. Let's talk a little bit now about what self-care is. Self-care is creating a place in your life, creating space, time, and effort to let the mind, body, and spirit heal. It is about attention. It is about intention. And it is about non-resistance. So we want to look at it as giving ourselves a chance to let our mind be at ease. When I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about doing small things such as 10 minutes of meditation twice a day. And we can talk about how we can fit that in. And for the body, we could be talking about enjoying the moments of the things that you already have to do, Antoinette. You don't have to add anything else in. Yes, a massage would be delightful. And you might, but it does no good if you go off for a massage and you feel guilty about it. We want to just take care of the body in the way that we do normally. So your your um, bathing time, your showering time, you can turn it into an amazing self-care time appointment with yourself when you are actually paying attention to what you're doing. Normally, moms, busy moms, running through the day, and remember, I'm including the dads and fathers and men in here too, running through the day, getting up with the alarm clock, jumping out of bed, doing, 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 doing. You're going to go in the shower anyway. Why not be where you are when you're there? Enjoy the water. Enjoy the feeling of the steam, the lather, the the smell of the soaps, and the feeling of taking that time for yourself. Because we're obviously not on our phones in there. We're actually, I love sending people into water because we can't take our phones and computers with us. Get into that shower, get into the bathtub and let those very same number of minutes that you would spend there anyway, turn it into self-care by being present. Be aware of where you are, what you're doing and let it be self-care. Let it be amazing. It really can be. You're not taking any more time and you may come right out of there smiling and everyone will wonder, well, my goodness, is that like a, a, a new sauna in there or steam room or something? No, you were just there. You were with yourself with attention and the intention go into it knowing that this is going to be time for me. Even when we have little kids, we get a chance to get in the shower by ourselves. So enjoy it. Make it part of your special day. That's for your body. 
If you exercise, let that be a time of enjoying being with the exercise, not doing it as a chore. If you're out riding bikes with the kids, be there. Be there in the moment of your body on a bike, pumping those pedals. Feel the feelings of it. It's more about where we are putting our attention uh, than it is about making different plans or going off on different outings. And let's talk about the spirit a little bit, because this can tie into the mind also, because we can use our spiritual self-care time as uh, our the same time that we're feeding our mind and relaxing our mind through our meditation. And I highly suggest at least 10 minutes twice a day is a great place to start. Can't do 10 minutes twice a day? Try five minutes twice a day. Try five minutes once a day. Can't do silent meditation or mantra meditation or breathing, counting your breath meditation? Fine, do a guided meditation. There are a lot of apps out there you can use. There is um, Budify. There is Meditation Timer. Excuse me, that is called Insight Meditation Timer. There is Headspace. I haven't looked into it yet, but there is um, 10% Happier. One of my wonderful clients told me that there is an app for that too, that they are talking with meditation teachers. So that might not be for your uh, meditation itself, but it may give you ideas. So Antoinette, if you can take this uh, time and just change your perspective, let's reframe what we're doing and look at it as self-care versus just running through the day. The perspective shift can really make a difference and turn it from just a chore into self-care. The meditation piece, you know that I talk about it all the time because it is that important. This is the place where we change our brain and our brain is a huge part of what's going on in our anxiety, right? We have too much going on. We have different parts of our brains that are firing when we really want to be having conscious thought and working from our uh, executive function, functioning, our prefrontal cortex, but instead our amygdala is firing because we're in fear. So our brain has a huge piece in our healing here, and it's all tangled up if we are anxious. So if we can just start using the meditation to let our brain start changing so that it can help us change and get out of anxiety. That's the key. We can do a whole bunch of other things, but until the brain actually starts to change and the brain changes through meditation. We want to be sure that it's well fed, yes, and we want to be sure that it's getting uh, proper blood flow and oxygen, yes, through exercise and our and well fed through our foods. But we cannot deny the peace of this very plastic brain of ours changing through meditation. Now, if Antoinette was here in front of me, I would be asking her, 
where she could find that time to meditate. She didn't mention in there whether she was doing it yet or not. And that would be the place that I would start. These are the things that are most important. Asking little tiny questions about where can I find five minutes? And just making that a priority. And then the other piece that you can do is to ask, where can I feel that I am taking care of my mind, body, and spirit in things that I'm already doing throughout the day? Where am I eating my lunch? Could I make my first five minutes of my lunch be lunch in silence and actually be with the food that I'm eating? That's a meditation. That changes everything. Just bringing that much attention to what you're doing for five minutes is a beautiful meditation. Where can I be taking care of my body and just shift the perspective and see it as self-care? Have the intention of being aware of what I'm doing and aware that I'm doing this for my own well-being. And finally, bringing the spiritual piece into it also. Again, bringing that into the meditation time, be it by using prayer, a favorite poem, maybe using a mantra and letting that go out with you into the whole day. Doesn't have to be complicated. We really make things difficult. And that's kind of like why people are as anxious as they are. We have an idea that things could not be simple, that there could not be an easy way. And I think we need to always first look for the easy obvious and then go from there if more things need to be uh, added in or taken out. But let's look at the obvious first. And so the last piece I want to say for you, Antoinette, is if you feel that you cannot find those five minutes once a day for meditation, I urge you to use five minutes before you fall asleep at night. And maybe you could set the timer on Insight Meditation Timer has a beautiful timer where you can just use um, the beautiful bell to start it and a beautiful three bells or one bell to stop for five minutes. And I bet that you would eventually be able to extend that. But anyone can find that time. And I think once we get past this idea that I should be doing something else for someone else, then we are free because your family is going to benefit so much, Antoinette, from you being able to have taken care of yourself and eased your mind, eased your body and fed your spirit so that you can be fully there with them when they need you. And we do that by paying attention. So if you want to go off and do something bigger, you'll be able to because you won't feel the guilt because you have already known that you have done everything that you need to do for your family. The best thing we can do for others is to take care of ourselves. And that's what we should be teaching our families too, so that they too can see by example how to be in this world. 
I hope this has been helpful for you, Antoinette, and I hope that it has been helpful for everyone else. Self-care, we have to do it, and it isn't as hard as you think. That's it for today's episode, but before I read today's quote, I want to remind you guys that we are here to help you. So send an email if you have any questions, if you have concerns, or you want more information, send it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com and we'll get back to you and be sure to point you in the right direction. And now for today's quote. I can feel guilty about the past, apprehensive about the future, but only in the present can I act. The ability to be in the present moment is a major component of mental wellness. That's from Abraham Maslow. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. But until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 